Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Bcast. Um, this is a really weird time, and I know everyone is going through a range of feelings and circumstances in their lives related to what's happening in the world right now with this virus. So Sarah and I decided we were going to unearth a really important series we did back in the fall of 2015 called Be Prayerful. And it's a four-week series where we just talk about the importance of prayer and the biblical examples of prayer and what it means to really open your heart and pour it out to the Lord and trust Him with it. So um, this next few weeks, we're bringing back Be Prayerful. Um, We hope that you really enjoy it. Sarah and I are talking regularly, but social distancing. And so we hope to be back with you soon with a new series. But until then, I hope that you really enjoy this one and use it to further your prayer life and to draw closer to the Lord. Stay safe, everybody. We love you. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Cast. I'm Monica Steely, and I'm here with Sarah Godey this morning. How are you? Good morning. Um, it is just the two of us here recording today because Amber had her awesome baby girl, Ella. Um, she came two weeks early. Which means that um, the last two weeks have just been filled with so much joy. And I have to say, Amber has taken to motherhood like a duck to water. Like, it is so her jam. This is so her thing. Uh, and she's probably wondering why she didn't have any kids before this. Um, so she's doing awesome and Ella's doing great. And we're hoping maybe somebody will decide to make a little pop-in visit at some point this yes. while we record yes. today. I haven't seen her yet, so um, I can't wait. No, she needs to meet Aunt Sarah. Mm-hmm. Auntie. Auntie Sarah. Auntie. Um, so we are starting a new series. We hope that you all have loved Be Who You Are. Yeah. Um, that has meant a lot to us. Um, but we're starting a new series today on Be Prayerful. And this is something that has been near and dear to our hearts for several months um, before the war room, before um, just a lot of different messages about prayer have come out lately. This was something we've been planning for a really long time. Yeah. So Sarah's going to kick us off. This is really kind of um, spearheaded by her and she's got a lot of passion and gets really geeked up about it. <laughs> um, so I'm going to let her hey, kick listen. us off. Um, so it is true. We were going to record this like two weeks ago and the war room came out and I went and I saw it on opening weekend. I think it was opening day. Um, and I called Monica and we kind of been back and forth because Amber had had the baby and we we're back and forth about like whether we wanted before. to wait and postpone. And I was like, no, let's just go ahead and do it because timing. And, um, when I went and saw the war room, I was like, okay, nope, we're going to wait. I, you need to go see the movie first because yeah. it's just a great movie about prayer. Um, I would encourage each of you to go see it and, and, um, you know, anything that comes out that has high faith mm-hmm. in the movie theaters, I just really believe as believers, not out of you know, talk about doing things out of obligation very often, but I think that we have an obligation to show Hollywood how serious we are about wanting good content. I'm amazed the number of Christians who go see crap, but they won't go see right. something like this just because maybe it doesn't have good actors or is it going to be right. cheesy or um, like, listen, yeah, it's about Jesus. Go do mm-hmm. it. And I'm telling you from this, the movie, more that we do, the more like talent that's right get behind those kind of things and that's yeah. exactly right and you will not be disappointed in this movie you will Beth not more makes a cameo y'all that's right. like it's it's awesome yeah it's a fantastic movie and so it's just kind of um brought up this whole confirmation of a theme that we're doing and we had been talking about be prayerful for a while i mean Long we time. had this on the agenda for probably three months if uh-huh. i had to guess before be who you yeah, are. Absolutely. Um, and we were like, Hey, I think we should do be prayerful. And there's just been this reoccurring theme of all these things of confirming that this is a direction that God's moving in and kind of be still be free was the same way. You know, we just felt like there's been so much 
be you, be still, be, you know, all this everywhere. It's not mm -hmm. just like something God gave to us. And so the same thing with prayer. I think that it's everywhere right now. And you all know that I love to talk. I love to speak. And I really thought that God was going to use me as a uh, speaker on, on a platform somewhere. And I really think that God's just done a great job of showing me how different he wants <laughs> me to live my life. And that's not come without pain. Um, but he's just really redefined, um, what ministry looks like to me, redefined what church looks like to me, um, redefined what using your gifts and talents looks like to me. And so part of that has been this whole process of going through just figuring him out, figuring out stillness and now figuring out prayer. Mm -hmm. And I'm in a season of life where, um, there are a lot of things I have no control over. And I have felt just God saying, I want you on your knees. I want you on your knees. I don't want your mouth. I want your knees. Ouch. Yeah. And, but you know what? I'm totally, this is how I know it's from Jesus because I'm totally okay with it. Yeah. I have complete and utter peace about it. And so much so that um, a speaking opportunity came up and my first inclination was to be like, I'm not supposed to be speaking right now. I'm supposed to be praying. So it's just been really a, a unique, weird twist of time for me. But um, there is power in prayer. And we talk about revival. Mm hmm I think prayer is really just so much where it's at. And so we're going to just dive in and talk about love what it. prayer looks like. And, you know, I love to read books. And one of my favorite books is Mark Batterson's The Circle Maker. I uh, just, about that about yeah, yeah, really fantastic. That's going to be my resource throughout both the weeks that I lead uh, discussion. I would really encourage you, if you want to read a book that can transform the way you feel about uh, prayer, read that. And then if you want to see a movie, if you're a movie person, see The War Room. Like yep. either one of those are just going to move you in the right direction. Um, I would say that if we can really grasp this mindset of prayer, then we are truly going to have a revolution. We're truly going to have revival. And I, when I fa first sat down to think about what to do this weekend, I called you, Monica, and was just like, I'm just feeling a little lost because I'm not making things really um, pretty. And, you know, at first I was like, oh, I'm going to go through a lot of my favorite books and come out with quotes of, of things about prayer. Yeah. And I just felt like that turned back to man, you yeah. know, even though it's inspiring. And when I first started studying, I saw just hundreds of verses populate about prayer. Mm -hmm. And I started seeing that prayer kind of fell into different things. Like there's that whole if then premise and yeah. um, the commands that we're supposed to do followed by the promises and the position, you know, I never realized there's position in prayer, not that we have position, but that he has position near us. Right. So I started thinking, I think that's just what I'm going to do this week. I'm just going to use scripture. I'm just going to break it down into truths and let the spirit of God move in the lives of people based on those verses instead awesome. of us trying to use other people to do that. So I'm going to break prayer down into three um, categories, positional commands and promises. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, first of all, I'm going to start off in Proverbs. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. And that I just love these two verses in Psalm 145, 18. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. The Lord is near to us. He is far from the wicked. He says that he's far from the wicked. The wicked are far from him. They are not doing life together. They are not in communion with each other. They are completely and utterly going to be near each other. If we are praying in truth and God yes. is going to hear us and he's going to be near us. And I think it's interesting also to point out that in the Webster dictionary, prayer is um, defined as an, an address or a petition to God in word or 
thought. And the thing that I love about that is I think so many of us think that we have to have this fancy yeah. prayer life and we have to yeah. pray out loud and pray boldly. And we are working on this with Addie because she does not like pray out loud. And so we're just trying to start at the dinner table and, you know, we'll be like, Hey, Addie, you want to pray for, our... no, I don't. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know what? Jesus didn't want to die on the cross either, but he did it. <laughs> it's just your family. Give thanks for the dagum dinner. Okay. <laughs> and for the hands that prepared it. Thank yeah. you very much. I don't even care if you don't want to thank my hands. Okay. Just thank Jesus. Um, you know, so I do think that you need to be able to get uncomfortable and, and have words of prayer, yeah. but it's okay to have thoughts of prayer too. You yeah. know, you can potentially to God in your thoughts. Yeah. I think sometimes it's very uh, overwhelming for women to think like, I need to have a special journal and yeah. I have to have special words and it needs to be very flowery. And I need to know all the detail. Like it has to be perfect, mm -hmm. right? We try to Pinterest our prayer yes. and it's yes. just not about that at all. No. Like you're, as you're driving and you're thinking about a situation, you can turn that into a prayer. Like God, just help me. Yeah. And you'll notice in the war room, they don't make some fancy prayer room. No, there's not a fancy prayer room. It's a no. closet. And I love like that a Haberty's could... big lounging chair. No. Or and a... I wish that we could show the thing where she goes, uh, Priscilla goes in and takes things out and, and she, there's a reoccurring theme of stinky feet. Yes. She, her shoes. Yes. It, but that's where her room is. And, and she's and... sitting there eating chips <laughs> and drinking a Coke. I loved it. Um, because we do get Pinteresty, and we don't have to at all. There's no reason to, we don't have to make right. it more difficult than what it is. And I'm just gonna be honest with you right now. I'm not a prayer journaler. I'm confident that there's probably value in that. I'm confident there is a, is a, um, reward and writing down your requests and seeing them answered. I'm confident of that, but I'm just going to tell you right now, my personality and my stage of life, I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah. I just, well, I'm not a writer. It, I think it's being true to who you are. Yes. Like I do so much better when I journal my prayers yes. because it, I get so distracted. I get off topic. I get lost, but it keeps me very intentional yeah. and it's not flowery. Like, let no. me be clear. Like I call people out. I use I call people names. Mm -hmm. I tell God how I really feel about mm -hmm. stuff, but I, it helps me to journal, Sure, but that is not for everybody. And I love it when I do it. Don't get me wrong. When I do it, I'm like, this is great. But then when I don't do it the next day, then I've, you oh, become I've already, yeah, I'm slave to the routine mm -hmm. and the feeling of, of, uh, obligation to yeah. doing it. So all of that to just say, be free in your expression and word or thought, you exactly. know, pen, or paper, you know, yes. it can be pen and paper. You can't really do anything with paper without a pen, but, um, you know what I'm trying to say, you yeah. know what I'm getting at? Just be you. And, yeah. and, and then remember the positional part of that, that Jesus draws near to those who pray to him. Yeah. So when you know, you need some Jesus, just start praying. Yeah. You know, you may not feel it all the time mm -hmm. and that's okay. You know, uh, we've talked about how, probably 10% of the time you get that overwhelming sense of spiritual movement. You know, God is there. Yeah. Uh, move to tears. Yes. And then the other 90% of the time you're like, um, you know, the, Hey God, it's me, Margaret. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, Hey God, it's me, Sarah. Remember me? Are you there? Cause you just don't feel it sometimes, but yeah. you, you have to and just believe okay. the truth, mm -hmm. believe the truth. That's where faith comes in. Um, and then I would, I thought it was really interesting, the commands and promises, and I'm going to kind of combine these two because, um, we are going to talk about this a little bit next week with Monica too, about the, 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 um, promise and the premise and the mm -hmm. if and the then. And, um, we'll talk about that throughout the series. And, uh, Rick Warren did a study, uh, recently that we did in our church and, it was very interesting to me how he pointed out the the promise, or the premise, and the promise. Most promises are um, preloaded by a premise. If you do this, then I'll do this. 
And, you know, we talked about that with be still, be free, right? Be still and know that I am God. Right. We want to know he is God first, and then we'll have enough faith to be still. But we're supposed to have enough faith to be still because of the promise of him letting us know that he is God. So same thing here. You're going to see in a lot of these verses that there is a command on some of them only. And then some of them, it's an, an if then, a promise yeah. promise. First Thessalonians, pray without ceasing. Um, just simple. He just says it. Pray mm-hmm. without, don't stop. Just mm-hmm. pray. Even when you don't feel, it doesn't say when right. you feel the presence of me or you feel like it or everything's going good in your life or you've mm-hmm. got time. Pray. Yeah. It just says pray all the time. I think that's where the thought part comes in well, because people are like, I don't have 30 minutes to sit down and pray. Pray five minutes in the car. Just have a conversation with them. It's talking with Jesus. It's that's talking. all you're doing. It is. Well, and as we him. talked about with the def- the dictionary definition, it's an address to God in word yeah. or thought. Yeah. Just an address to God. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll be driving and just catch myself going, oh, just thank you so much for this gorgeous weather yes. today. Like now that that's it's cooled prayer. off in the mountains and I'm all about fall mm-hmm. and like. Break out your boots. Like it almost makes me cry. Like, Jesus, thank you so much for this like 50 mm-hmm. degree morning. And like it just invigorates me. And I just say thank Monica's you. Monica's got her boots on. Sarah's got her flip flops on. <laughs> it will continue this way till January. <laughs> um, in Matthew 6, but when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father. Go shut, pray. Go into your room. And I love this because this is very war roomish, right? Have your prayer room. Um, pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like you're going into secret. You're going yeah. into your secret place with just him. Yeah. That, I thought yeah. that was cool in the and movie. It's, and it's like, if then, if you go shut and pray, then he will see and reward. That's right. That's right. Premise promise. Um, Luke 11. And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open to you. So the if, ask, seek, and knock, the mm-hmm. promise, it will be given, you will find, and it will be opened to you. I love it. And, and that the whole thing about this, we were talking about this with the kids the other day, that the Bible is not filled with all these commands so that it's like a whip where he's going, pow, and right. you know, I've got control over you, and if you don't do all these, and you're not a committed Christian. That is just not how God operates. Does he want to know that we're willing to obey when we don't understand everything? Yes. But he's given the blueprints of life to us. He's telling you why you should do it. Yeah. He's not just telling you to do it because he doesn't say because I said so. Right. He doesn't say that. Right. And this world has made him out to either be so loving that he has no boundaries for anything or such a commanding ruling God that he's an I told you so because I said so, God. Yeah. And he's, I just don't think, I think he is a a beautiful, you can't swing, swing, just complete one side of the pendulum to the next. I think there's such balance. Yeah. And we talk about that a lot. I think it was episode three when we talked about be free, Mm -hmm. like the why behind it is like, don't do this and don't do that because he doesn't want you carrying the burdens you were not meant to carry. Um, I just, I did a be free Friday recently where I was talking about a lot of unforgiveness Mm -hmm. and bitterness that I had in my heart, or it was a lot of bitterness and God showed me it was unforgiveness. And he, he made me like go and kind of make some reparations or to fix all of that. And it wasn't just because I needed to be obedient, but it's because I was harboring stuff that I wasn't made to carry. Mm -hmm. Like my humanity is not made to carry that level of unforgiveness and frustration and anger. Like he wants us to be free. That's why he tells us to cast our, all of our care upon him. Yes. You know, to take it to him for his, cause his yoke is easy and he can carry the load. Um, Colossians four, two continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Again, don't quit. Don't stop praying. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God. Don't be anxious. 
Let your requests be made known to God. Romans 12, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Joyful, patient, faithful in hope, affliction, and prayer. And, yeah. and patient, if you'll remember back when we did be patient, do you remember what be patient? Not angry. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> do not be angry in affliction. Anger that changes in, that whole thing. Changes it if all. If you take out the word patient and just replace it with not angry, that yeah. changes that entire Not angry thing. in affliction. And just think of the power of not allowing affliction to cause you to be angry. You've mm-hmm. already changed your spirit. You've yeah. changed it. Um, and you can have hope and joy and and continue and put all those things that you're angry at, uh, that you want to be angry at, and all those afflictions to prayer. Be faithful to give them to him. Absolutely. And in Matthew 5, but I tell you, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Um, this is... This is so big because oftentimes so much of our bitterness that turns into unforgiveness is about people. Yeah. It's about things. And I would even say sometimes we're angry towards God and that's what keeps us from praying because we won't pray to him. Right. You know, you're not doing this for me or you haven't done this for me or you do it for everybody else. Mm -hmm. You don't do it for me. And if you could just quit looking at everybody else and if you'll just go back to the truths of who you are, if you listen to who you are, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And when you are praying for other people, you cannot be hateful towards them. You cannot think angry thoughts towards them because you're praying for them. That is the most selfless act of love that you can give to anybody is to lift them up in prayer. And as you do that, God changes you. He does. You want, you want him to change them. I remember picking up power praying wife the first time, like, yes, I'm going to pay, pray prayers that are going to change Chris. (laughs) And after the first chapter, I'm like, dang it. It's about changing me. It's not about changing him. I don't need to be changed. I've heard Beth Moore say this, and she said it in her cameo in the war room too, which is like a lot of times that prayer is so that we will get on our knees so that we're ducking while the Lord hits the people that he needs to hit. I love that. But we have to submit ourselves in prayer. So that he can get to them. That's awesome. So then I'm going to talk about promises. And this is the, the, you know, the premise promise, Jeremiah, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you pray and I will hear you pray and I will draw near second Chronicles. If my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways. That's your if part. Yep. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. That's a lot of then for yes. a little bit of if. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's I mean, huge. His promises, premise. if you think That's about how big his promises are in all of these, mm-hmm. they're life changing and ours are so small. Yeah. If you'll just believe basically. Yeah. And pray to me. Yeah. Humble I'm going to take care of all this. Yeah. Yeah. Exalt me. Humble yourself. Have some skin I in the game. Give your sin. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. Just show me that you get it, that you believe it, that you're calling on me, Jesus, right. God. Um. It's convicting. I know. Jeremiah 33, call to me and I will answer you. Not only will he answer you, he will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Now that, you know, that was a specific story in the old, in the old Testament in Jeremiah. But if he did that for Jeremiah, why would he not do that for us? Why would he not reveal hidden things for us or to us? I think he would. I think so. I think he gives you insight about like, revealing mysterious things does it in the new I testament so. well and you know we talk about discernment wisdom discernment and knowledge mm-hmm. you know and and how we will see things clearly um in john whatever you ask the father in my name he will give you um you know you have to ask ask and he will give you it may not be the give that you're looking for mm-hmm. but he's going to give it to you yeah 
you know, well, and I love how all those promises, like a lot of them are like, call upon me, call Mm -hmm. by my name, call to me, call upon, ask in my name. Like, yeah, it's all goes back to him. This was a perfect opportunity. I thought for Monica to do, uh, uh, what do you call your translation? The, the Monica international version. Yeah. Monica international (laughs) version. Cause I'm like, you could take all those, you know, you could take the positional, the commands and the promises all together and just create this one prayer of, you know, Lord, I come to you and I pray and I'm going to go and I'm going to shut the door and I'm going to pray to the father and I'm going to ask and seek and knock and I'm going to continue without anxiety and I'm going to let my request be made unto you and I'm going to be joyful and patient and faithful. I'm going to love others and pray for those who are angry to me because you will hear me. You will forgive me of my sins and heal my land. You will answer me and you will show me hidden things and you will give to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's huge. That is huge. And so I just think we've got to rest in the fact that God is going to promise, get on your knees. It's not going to be comfortable, but just start. There's a reason why there are hundreds of verses on prayer in the word. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Hundreds of reasons of why that's in there. So some practical application I wanted to talk about real quickly is first of all, um, which of those are truths that maybe you do not know or are hard for you to accept or are new for you. I mean, who of you do not know, you know, maybe it was the, the, um, the positional, maybe it was the commands, maybe it's the, if then the premise promise, maybe you never thought about the premise and then the promise. Think about what the truths are that are hard for you to accept or new for you and what you need to, um, adopt into your life. Secondly, can you identify something in your life that has kept you from wanting to dive into prayer? I'm going to share in the last week, something that happened to me back in eighth grade, um, that had profound impact on me. And I think kept me from being prayerful most of my life. Why is it holding you back and what can you do to get freedom from it? And then I would, this is a really fun, different, um, unique kind of, of practical application Um, that I have a friend, Aaron, who was telling me recently about a friend of hers who used to write cards to each teacher. Oh, wow. Before the school started. Well, at the beginning of the year. And so at the very beginning of the year would hand out, um, these cards to the teachers. And they would basically just say, I want you to know that you're being prayed for. You will be lifted up this entire year in prayer. Wow. And some of those teachers have come back, like to one of her youngest daughters came back to her teacher and was like, um, I want you to tell your mom what an impact that had on me. She could not have known the timing. Another teacher had somebody pass away in the family and was like, can you have your mom pray for me? It just opened up this door of opportunity. And and we have a a teacher right now um, for Ryland who, you know, he's just like, mom, she's just not a nice woman. Pretty confident. There's probably not a a, a relationship with God there Mm -hmm. just by evidence. And um, so he and I, I've told him like, we just need to permit, uh, we need to commit to prayer for her. Right. We don't know her backstory. We don't know what she's going through. We don't know what's gotten her to where she is, why she's just an unhappy person. Right. Let's just commit it to prayer. And so I think that's something fun that you can do with your kids or not with your kids. Like Aaron's oldest wouldn't take the cards into his teachers. <laughs> He's like, I am <laughs> not cool for doing that. Cool for you school. can take them in and put them in their boxes, but I'm not doing that. And that's okay. I get that. Yeah. But I think you could write a card to your spouse, mm-hmm. to a coworker. You could do it anonymously. You could do it to your children. Um, Do it to yourself. You know, we pray so much for other people. We never pray for us. Pray for you. Write a card and put it on your mirror that says, 
pray for you today. Right. Take time to pray for you. So just some ideas um, there. Resource-wise, go get Mark Batterson, Circle Maker. Mm -hmm. Read it. He's got the one for, for kids, for parenting as yeah, well. Yeah, there's a couple different versions. A couple different versions. Appropriate and that. go see the War Room. Really good. It's good stuff. Room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Sarah, this is really awesome. And I just, I love the series. I think it's going to transform some lives of some people. And, um, I, you know, what I would love to do is I'd love to hear from some of you listeners, mm -hmm. like email us. You can find our emails on the website or send us a tweet or on Facebook and like, just let us know how you've started to make some changes in your prayer life and how God has chosen to answer that. Like, I just, I think there's so much power in sharing those stories. And, you know, it's like we overcome by the word of our testimony. Like, let's just share some of those testimonies. If it's okay with you, let us know if we can post it on Facebook yeah. for other people to read or just go put it on our wall or, you know, let's just, um, or if you need us to pray for you, maybe you have a need and you want to be lifted up in prayer. Let us know. We'll pray for you. We'll be your other in agreement. That yeah. The Lord will hear. Absolutely. Hear. So, um, thank you. Yeah. You want to awesome. pray us out? I'll pray us out. Heavenly father, we just lift you up and acknowledge that you are God and we are not. And um, I just pray for every listener that they would be stirred up and encouraged to seek your face and to call upon your name, not to um, pour out to Facebook, not to pour out to every stranger that will listen, but to pour out to you. Um, and so I just pray that you'll rise up a generation of prayer warriors that are desperate for you and to see change in their families and in their homes and their schools and entire communities and lives. And um, we just love you so much. Amen. Amen.